I'm Lindsay with Wild Root Flower Company. And I'm Shannon from Bloom Hill Farm. Over the last six years, we've leaned on each other as we grew our farms into the profitable six-figure farms they are today. We want you to join us each week as we have real, honest conversations about life and business. And we promise you'll leave feeling inspired and your farming toolbox will be filled with actionable strategies you can implement at any stage in your business. Learn from our mistakes as we talk business, marketing, and growing techniques to help you create the farm of your dreams. So let's roll up our sleeves and get the dirt on flowers. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Dirt on Flowers. We're back in the heat of heat of the summer. It finally got hot where we're mm-hmm. at. So I'm honestly relieved. I know well, Lindsay and I we we like are constantly texting each other, but um Lynn's text me I don't was it a couple weeks ago, you're like, My everything's short and mm-hmm. I was like the heat just needs had your stuff jumped up. Yeah, it has. Some of the celosia, I still am giving the stink eye to a little bit. It's still shorter than I wanted to be. Uh, The June cool, like we had cool nights for June. And I mean, April, May, June, I was still wearing a sweatshirt until like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And that drought. It, we were yeah. pumping the irrigation to it, but it's still they just know the difference. And but this heat, they have stretched. The, it has yeah. the fields have like grown. Yeah. Even after this many years, I still have a hard time visioning this stuff growing. <laughs> like no. you know, I'm like, I'm not going to be ready for my event April or April <laughs> August fourth. You know, it's like no. chill, chill. You're going to be fine. I know. Well, there's like nothing that gives perspective. Like when you leave and come back, and you're like wow, I was just gone a week and looked at all that change. Cause like whenever we still go on our June vacation. So whenever we come back from vacation, like the first thing we do is like walk the farm, walk yeah. the farm. And it's always like, wow, look at all this. It grew, you know? So it's just like when you look at it every day, yeah. you're like, are you growing? Are you going to grow? Mm-hmm. I need you to be at this stage by this time, you know? So it's, yeah. it's, um, you know, it's good. It's good to see the heat though, but it's hot. Are you guys yes, starting at seven now? Or are you still yes, starting at six thirty? Six thirty. I know. I'm brutal. We're still, I know. We're still at eight. And it's supposed to be like ninety next week. So we might finally bump it up. Yeah. We do um the, I stagger start them. So a couple of them mm-hmm. like they they'll start at six thirty and then seven and then we try to, yeah. to get out and get done early for the day, which does it leave some nice, you know, leaves time in the evenings and stuff. And yeah. I think they only, they don't really grump about it. They, they may not like it when initially when we make the switch, but they're happy, I think, to be off earlier. So yes. Yeah. yeah. I know when it gets lunchtime and it, it, it gets very hot. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about something really fun today, which I mean, I have made some sunflower jokes over on the Instagram page because our like I just feel plagued plagued by them. Like they're constantly following me, watching me wherever I go. And we do a lot. I mean, that's a big part of our grocery wholesale bouquets is sunflowers. And we got Mm -hmm. lots of questions about sunflowers. So we're finally doing digging the dirt on sunflowers episode for you guys. Yeah. It sounds like a simple crop. Like why would we do an entire episode on sunflowers? When you really dig into it, like there's a lot of – Yes. A lot of little things and questions when you're first starting out. I mean, my first year, I I grew 13-foot sunflowers because <laughs> I'm a rule follower and the packet said 18 to 24 inches and oh my that's gosh. what I planted. <laughs> like, you could not put them in any bouquet. I mean, they were the biggest – you had to kind of like climb a ladder to saw the things off. They were – they looked pretty in pictures, but that yeah. was it. Like you couldn't yeah. cut them and I just – 
I didn't know. I just yeah. was spacing them like I thought I was supposed to. And Such like a simple but an important cut flower. I mean, for us, I think I always talk about, oh, our customers perceived value. And when the sunflowers hit the bouquet, man, they get heavy. And mm-hmm. I've tried. I have, I have tried very hard to eradicate them, but I can't because everyone – I had one one time we did a market and we didn't have any sunflowers in the mixed bouquets and everybody was like, oh, do you have any with sunflowers? And I'm like, no. Yeah. And when you miss a succession, we just – our lilies hit late this year. Oh, I've done hurts. this. Yeah. Well, it's because we had those cool days. It threw the entire schedule off. So mm-hmm. we didn't hit for June. I'm like, Not cool. ours either. <laughs> Glad I have lilies in July when I didn't need them. You know, I you're know. just so we've had these bouquets the last few weeks, and the first week that we had sunflowers in our bouquets, they just sold crazy. Yeah. And then we was we missed a succession of sunflowers, and we had lilies, and everybody's like, "Man, oh, thanks, yeah. no thanks, no thanks." <laughs> I know Come it's on. just like, it's the weight. Everyone loves them. Their vase life is good. I mean, you know, they're, they're just easy generally. And I think everyone thinks that they can grow them. But mm-hmm. I really do think if you're – this is where I see a lot of difference between like what a home gardener does versus what cut flower farmers grow and do. And there is a huge difference. And so, you know, when people say, oh, I grew some of the ma- – ever grow any of the mammoth ones? You know, I'm like, no. <laughs> No, yeah. we, we don't do that, you know. So it really, really is a big difference. So you do have to put like your gardener hat aside, I think, with sunflowers and really kind of focus in on what is going to sell and mm-hmm. be usable for you and your customers. So, yeah. Well, you know, I I think we should name this episode that any ass hat can grow a sunflower. That's what <laughs> Kaylin Sheik said when she was on the episode. And I think of it all the time. So, yes. <laughs> it's true. We're going to – if you're if you're struggling, we're going to tell you today yes. how to grow it. But I feel yeah. like that should be the, the episode. And uh, Joanna's son also, Will, has given me several Will warnings <laughs> – about my language, apparently. She like messaged me. She's like, I've been needing to talk to you about this. So I got a will warning, I'm sure, right there. But if you want to be taken seriously as a cut flower grower, you do need to differentiate differentiate yourself from the other ASS hats out there who are growing sunflowers (laughs) in their backyard, you know? So I hope that this episode either gives you like A, a ton of information or just like really like focuses you away from all of the the frilly fun sunflowers into just like a production mindset and yeah. i hope that i i think i think i think we'll get there yeah cuz they're they're not all um cut from the same cloth as far as like no. what holds up in a bouquet versus you know which ones you want to to dial down and if you want to grow mm-hmm. them and you know sprinkle some seeds around and have them in your own garden that's a different thing but to sell them in a bouquet and really get them to to work for you. There's only a handful that we really use. So yes. Okay. So the first thing I think variety selection is huge, important. That's why you don't grow the big mammoth sunflowers for your mixed bouquets. And we have narrowed it down on our farm. We have narrowed it down to just literally at this point, of course, I always, whenever I try to veer, I'm like, oh, I'm going to try something new. I always, I always hate it. So I'm like always really slow to pull the trigger on like going too all in on new varieties. And Lindsay and I were just talking before this because we were talking about a certain variety. Are we going to say the variety of sunflower? I think we can. Are we, gonna, are we allowed? I mean, we're having the same experience. Why wouldn't we? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We don't, we're scared because it's a <laughs> – it's, 
I'll say it because if yeah. anybody's going to get slack, it'll be me. Okay. Um, <laughs> we were just talking about uh, Pro Cut Horizon. Uh, mm-hmm. We, I actually made the switch pretty much to exclusively growing it this year. And I, I grew a handful of them last year. Didn't really notice that I was having an issue, but I texted. We have a group of farmers, Ohio farmers, and I sent a text out like, hey, my sunflowers are blowing open in the cooler. Anybody else having this issue? And a couple of people echoed back a few comments and Shan said, drop your cooler temp, which we're going to get to. And But you're now having the similar experience with Horizon. Yeah. They're not holding no. for us. They are blowing open. So in the expectation for what what we would expect out of a sunflower, if they're harvested at the correct stage, which we're going to get to, we should be able to no issues, hold it a week and then still sell it and get full vase life out of it. Like I have oh, zero yeah. concerns with that. Like we were cutting and I went into the cooler and they're all blown clear open to mm-hmm. where I wouldn't sell it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't even sell it. I wouldn't sell it to a florist. So I am thinking that is specific to that variety. Yeah. That's, that is two people's just field yes. experience. So you could be having a totally different experience, but that's what we're, that's what I'm seeing right now with mine. Yeah. And feeling a little terrified. So I'm going to make an adjustment and start harvesting sooner mm-hmm. on them, which we, we're getting, we're diving yeah. in if I roll yeah. down, right? We're yeah. diving yeah. into harvest. We'll talk about yeah. that. And I, you know, the other train I jumped on was the Pro Cut White Knight and White Light. Yeah. And they get eaten by bugs. Yes. So the bugs I, like attack Beautiful. Oh, and yes. And that's our zone. That's just our humidity. That's Ohio. So you may be somewhere else and you just don't have the the insect pressure that that we do and you can grow them but i yeah. that's not been my experience yeah we so the the procut horizon they they have a beautiful like upward facing they're pretty they they're 100% are and we put put some in the cooler a good amount cuz you know, and we'll talk about this a little bit, but always in the spring, my first couple of successions, like I feel like they all germinate at the same time because they're like all waiting, waiting, waiting on all the right conditions. Then whoop, everybody germinates. Mm-hmm. So we had our first two successions like run into each other and they were all her- this pro cut horizon and we put them in the cooler and it's like instantly the petals like got wrinkly they're not they instantly look bad I like my, my employees I had like a permanent eye twitch over it I was like it really sent me I was like why is this happening they're not old but they look like they're old it drove me crazy so now I see I'm not veering away anymore I'm just sticking to my good old Vincent's choice which mm-hmm. is my sunflower that we've used for two to three years exclusively um mm-hmm. as like our main like signature sunny you know, if we're ta- just talking about single cut, so that means that you get one stem. Once you cut it, it's done. For us on our farm, we're using Vincent's Choice um, Orange, I think, and then it, which has the black center. And Vincent's Choice Fresh has like the greenish yellow center, which is really pretty. So those are the two that we grow. We grow most of the black center, but we do mix in some Vincent's Choice. And then we do some Pro Cut Plum for fall. Like we're just seeding those now, but that's it. So as far as single cuts, that's kind of what we're looking at. Yeah. I, I do grow pro cut orange mm-hmm. Excel. So I'll, I'll grow, I will grow pro cut orange, but mm-hmm. I switched to the horizon cause I love the way it faced up and, oh, the, yeah. and they're not a total bust that so we've been using them, but mm-hmm. I think we, there's a, there's a lot more waste than what I, than what I've been. Yeah wanting. Um, but it's like you get, they're like peonies, man. You get to the end of the row and you turn around and you're like, okay, they're ready to harvest again. <laughs> get the sickle. <laughs> like, what? 
what? <laughs> like what's happening? They're going so fast. So, and when you're doing a lot, it I mean you're harvesting a lot of sunflowers. There's like it when you turn around and you see ones that you just walked past, thinking that you had another day on, and all of a sudden it's a it could be a big job. We actually had somebody the sunflower harvest was getting to be a big job in the morning. So we actually got a part-time employee who just comes in in the morning and harvest sunflowers. Wow. At like six o'clock. She works like six to eight 30. She has a regular job, remote job that she goes into during the day. She just oh, comes wow. in and all she does is cut sunnies. I'm like, Oh, that's amazing. amazing. It just takes the hit off the major hit. Like sometimes we'll have to finish up for, but generally she gets them all done. So that's, that's awesome. Time, so. Was she going yeah. through and like grading them or is she mm-hmm. stripping yeah, she, leaves yeah, and then strips and then she comes back through and cuts it? How She's cool. Great. I know. That was awesome. Okay. Sorry. I that's digress. awesome. Okay. That's awesome. So for branching, mm-hmm. we are trialing some in our U-Pick. Well, our production field is our U-Pick, but we're planting some branching sunnies in our production fields for the U-Pickers because we're not letting them in our single cut production fields. And the Soraya, am I saying that right? I'm always. I think I say Soraya, but I don't Soraya. know. Okay. Soraya. Okay. Yeah. S O R A Y A. Yes. Somebody will correct. Please yeah. tell us what we're saying when we're saying it wrong. <laughs> yeah, th- that's what that's the one I use mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah. And it's it is a it's not completely pollenless. Pollenless. Mm-hmm. It is uh, like they call it mild pollen or light pollen or something. It's not very much, uh, Mm -hmm. but it does. It does drop a little or form a little bit of pollen on it. I would say that variety is kind of like the queen of the branching sunflower varieties. It's one of the best. A lot of people use it as far as branching. But for me, I would not use the branching sunflowers in like a mixed bouquet. Could you get, you, you could probably get away with it, but do you use any in your mixed bouquet? No. no, we just use them in the you pick. pick. Um, yeah. They're just a smaller stem. You know, if you're if you're working on a really, really small scale, like super small plot, and you're wanting to do space, you know, to utilize your maximize your space, you could mm-hmm. use those. But for me, we use them in the U pick just because one plant's gonna give us so many more stems, but they do require them to be pinched and you know, to get that branching habit out of them. Yeah. I like that one. It's been a good one. We yeah. succession plant that one every three weeks or so, which I think we're going to dig into a little bit more. Yeah. And I think at the, just to, if we're talking about variety, for me, I'm sourcing most of my seeds at Geo Seeds. So that's where I get most of my sunflower seeds. But not that I don't love like the teddy bear variety sunflowers and like all the specialty type stuff. I do love those. Those are super fun. But in my opinion, there's no place for those really in commercial like production sunflowers. I think that they're fun, but as far as like holding up to the standards for vase life, quality mm-hmm. control, all that kind of stuff that you, it doesn't, they don't really belong in a lot of stuff that we do. I totally think you could do it in pick. Oh yeah. They would love the specialty stuff in pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because the U-Pick, you just have a little bit more flexibility. You're creating mm-hmm. the field of dreams in a U-Pick, you know? Yeah. So when they're coming up, like we'll tuck, you know, random seeds in. And I've even used the – we had extra white night and white light seeds from mm-hmm. a, you know, a couple of years ago. I've thrown those in before and they come up. They love them. They don't yeah. care that there's holes in, holes in them. They don't care. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's one way that you could kind of utilize that and tuck in. But yeah, I agree. I think to give your customer – because really the end result of everything that we're doing, we want – 
maximum base life and quality mm-hmm. for our customer because that's what gives us our reputation and mm-hmm. wants people yeah. to come back because they're these sunflowers are lasting way longer than anything they've ever bought in the grocery store. So yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, I would agree. Those are the mm-hmm. those are the ones. Vincent's choice I use Procut Horizon, Pro, which I yeah. think is oh boy. Gonna turn into bird seed, maybe. <laughs> and then Procut Orange is another one. That bird seed. Oh my what else am I gonna do with it? <laughs> I know. I don't know. I might just, well, I have you been planting, I've been planting them. You pick, I've been yeah. planting them photos too. This is the time Perfect. of year, like mm-hmm. beginning of July, we start just, I'm bumping them up so that people, they can blow open and be yeah. pretty. So yeah. All right. So you, you got your sunflower seeds. Now you got to plant them. And okay, Lindsay, you, you go first. Cause I think, I mean, a lot of people listening are probably doing it on, on your scale more. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how do you go about soil prep, bed flipping, planting? Yeah. So for me with soil prep, we just most most everything has had a cover crop on it for us. So it's either cover cropped or compost. And we till, I just till, lightly till to break the the weeds up. The biggest thing with direct seeding is making sure that you knock down that weed base. So you're tilling or tilting or raking the top layer that you're going to seed in. So that just helps when you plant the sunflower seed that you aren't necessarily competing. You aren't competing with crabgrass and all the other weeds. You're still going to compete with them, but it keeps those weeds kind of at bay, kind of put you on an even playing field. So I till and then we direct seed. And I used to use a little hand tool called a zipper that I believe you can get from Johnny's. And it's a long handled tool and you stand you're standing while you're doing it and one side it sort of is shaped like a v and then it has this tiny little divot that like uh or a little piece that sticks out like a two inch piece that creates a trough okay so you drag it on one side to create this little trough and then you drop your seeds in and then you flip it over and the when you flip the hand tool over that has like a triangle shape and it zips the soil back over top okay mm-hmm. so like one side creates the the little trough and the other side just mounds it back, back over top so it makes it really quick versus going through and just like dropping each sunflower seed and you know it makes it a very quick process we switched to using a Chapin, I think, mm. Chap- Chapin, C-H-A-P-I-N. And um, I had an Earthway and I did not like it. It just yeah. – it, it didn't cover things up like this one does. Uh, and so we use the corn plate that goes in this one and we can plant, you know, 3,000 sunflower seeds very, very, very quickly. So, yeah, so that's it. So we – I don't. We don't do transplants just because the number that we're tra- that we're planting to me to make a profit on them it's not fast enough. Mm-hmm. So we with that seed plate on the the planter that we have, it's dropping the seeds probably every six inches or so. I would say, um, and then I'm spacing the rows about nine inches apart and. My spacing on that with this with that is because I have a little like mantis walk behind uh, tiller that I can actually go through and cultivate in between those rows, so I don't have to do it by hand. So that's that's why I'm doing that spacing the way I am. So when I get done, when I have a succession that's done, we will either like I'll mow them off depending on where we're at with space. So I have 
I have limited space that I work with. So my very first succession, when we start those, when that's done, they get ripped out and I actually will end my like late uh, mid-July, early August successions in that same spot. So I will go through Momoff, Tilleman, and we replant in the same spot. So we try to we don't do any we don't do anything in fabric. Everything's right in um, planted right into the soil, and we're cultivating it to keep the weeds down. But I'm not recomposting or anything like that. We do move our sunny spot around in different places every year. We're kind of doing different locations, but they're pretty easy. They grow mm-hmm. pretty quick. But yeah, that's kind of it's kind of the quick and quick and dirty on it. Um, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think um, the less that you touch a, a crop, the more profitable it's going to be for you. So for us too, because we're doing, I don't know. I think depending on on the week, it's like anywhere between I don't know, five to six thousand, I would guess. And to do transplants, that would be a huge undertaking. So for us, we're direct seeding into soil. It's the only thing that we direct seed out of our like bioplastic. So Judd, what Judd does is he does, he tills twice. First is a till to incorporate cover crop. And then he lets that sit for a couple of weeks, lets, lets the weed seed bed come back up. And then he'll till a second time on the day that he's going to seed. So he will till twice and then use his... John Deere corn planter, which is like a plate planter on the back of his tractor. Okay. Yeah. He told me, wait, it's a corn. It's a 71. John Deere 71 corn planter. <laughs> I had 41 written in here and he's like, no, it's 71. <laughs> so, um, what he does is, and I should, I could take video. I think I have video where I can share this with you guys um, on the Instagram page too. But it's basically his corn planter is offset on his tractor. So he'll go down one one row and then he'll turn his tractor around. And because it's offset, it'll make another row right next to it. So our rows are kind of grouped two by two. And that would say they're about nine to 10 inches apart. That's probably about where it is. Mm. And the seed drops about four to six inches. I think apart. I think you can use any kind of plate planter and it works really good. I, there's lots of people who make corn planters and cedars that would use a plate to plant and that does make it kind of quick and easy. So just figuring out how you're going to prep the soil, what you're going to use to seed it, and then how you're going to do weed management. It, weed, weed management could be, you know, with a standing hoe. It can be with a wheel hoe which might would be like the next level up to make it a little bit easier. Or it could do be like a tiller or like uh, Judd has a walk behind Planet Junior cultivator that he used to cultivate the sunflowers. So just trying to have a game plan for you. It's like, okay, how am I going to prep soil? How am I going to seed? And then how am I going to manage it? Because, the you know, the weeds, they're inevitably there. Our sunflowers are not like always 100% weed free. Like when you're cultivating, there's like a little bit of a tolerance, you know, we'll go through sometimes, especially in the spring, I think more than ever, because the conditions aren't always perfect is we'll go through with hose and just get the worst mm-hmm. of the stuff in between the flowers and stuff too. So, but generally that's, that's kind of what is happening on our farm. And then Judd's planting about every week. We try to time it with the rain. So it's every, I would say seven to 10 days we're seeding yeah. the, the same variety. Yeah. And that's when I talked about my Jack and the Beanstalk sunflowers yeah. at the beginning of the episode. The smaller, they're like goldfish, right? The fish stay smaller, the smaller the bowl. Same with the sunflower. So the closer you're planting those together, the smaller the head's going to stay. So if you really are like, man, these are way too small for a bouquet, just increase that spacing in between mm-hmm. there. 
same with the cultivating what you were talking about. You do get to a certain point. You're like, all right, that's enough weeds. It's not going to affect the plants not competing with it. It doesn't have to be completely weed free. Yes. Ours is usually twice. So I go through, they, they germinate and they pop. I go through real early crabgrass is one that has just been a bear this year. Um, so we've been, I'll go through as soon as I see them up and I know the seeds up and I, I will cultivate that down and get the weeds out. And then I give it about another 10 days and I hit it again. And then after that, they're kind of on their own because they're yeah. going to be up over after like two weeks, they're, you know, 14 to 20 days, they're going to be up over that weed. And it doesn't yeah. matter yeah. at this point, you know, you're, they're not choking it out. It's not going to, mm-hmm. the plant should be sturdy enough and strong enough to to kind of weather that storm a little bit. Yeah. When when you're thinking about seeding too, so you can decide to do do your seeding schedule a couple different ways. So with sunflowers, it's important to look at the maturity date. So generally, you know, they'll be in the f- anywhere between 50 and 80 day maturity. So for us, we plant the same variety each week, which will give us new batch of sunflowers each week. Or if you maybe don't have access to a tractor all the time and you need to do this like in groupings, you can every like three weeks, you can plant different varieties of sunflowers that have different maturity dates. So that way you always have a new batch coming on based on their maturity date. Now, when they say 60 to 70 days or whatever it is, there's there's a lot of conditions that have to be perfect for that. Mm -hmm. So um, you have to like take your Excel spreadsheet brain out out of that scenario because it really threw me off at the beginning. Especially our spring sunflowers, there's just dealing with a lot of different variables as far as weather. So you do have to be careful and it's okay if it's not going to go exactly to plan. But I know Johnny Seeds has a lot, they have like a grower's library there, which has a lot of different um, resources for you. It's just a really good, they have a ton of sunflower resources. So that's something that you can do too. So on there, they say like, okay, if Procut, Sunrich, and Sunbright, you plant all three of those varieties at the same time, they will mature at different rates. And then that will allow you to have those sunflowers as they go, but only have like a planting once every three weeks. Is that, did I explain mm-hmm. that okay? Yeah. 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 So you're saying you take so if you plant three varieties, you have Procut, Sunrich, and Sunbright. Yes. They each have different maturity dates. So like Procut will bloom first, then Sunrich, then Sunbright. And mm-hmm. you're doing them every three weeks and you're yes. really getting like one succession. Yeah, that's kind of a cool way to do that. I never mm-hmm. thought about yeah. doing it that way. Because we – one thing that I learned too that I I don't think we mentioned, but we – you and I both plant sunflowers well before our frost date. Oh, so yeah. Sunnies can actually tolerate – a little bit of frost. I mean, Mm -hmm. a fair amount of frost really Mm -hmm. is kind of surprising. So I always push them really early and then we're still doing successions to kind of get them like try to push them later in the season as well. But yeah, the beginning of April, I think you do the same. The Mm -hmm. first of April, we're planting sunflowers and to get those, you know, to get those in the ground. And the variables with these maturity dates can be, it's a lot of times it's the sun, it's the heat, it's the rain. The rain's the big one. You can yes. do those successions. And if that seed sits in there for 10 days without rain and then you get rain, both successions are going to come up and bloom at the same time. Yeah. So that's when we do two for 20 sunnies <laughs> on 20. Tuesdays. Two for 20. <laughs> oh, go, baby. So yeah, yeah that's uh, yeah. that's that's just a few 
I guess it, yeah. it just takes so much time to kind of like learn those things. And, um, and I have, it took me years to get my successions down. Oh, I yeah. think, I, I think it was a new year's resolution, like three years ago. I was like, I'm going to do it this year. <laughs> I'm going to plant sunflowers every week. Cause I'm mad no. at myself when I don't have them. Yeah. And you know, yeah. so yeah, it, it it really is just like okay, every week, every week, I'm gonna mm-hmm. do it. I'm gonna plant them, which is what yeah. makes them sort of a daunting crop too, yeah. because you're like over it by the Done. end of it. You're like, do we have to? No, <laughs> I know. Judd's like, how many more successions do we have left? You know, because we yeah. usually like we'll plant usually like the first week of August is kind of like our last hail mary sunflower mm-hmm. planting. And if it happens, great. If not, it's it's fine. But I know we're we're done. I tell you what, the last sunflower we harvest of the year, we're like, oh, <laughs> it's probably like tomatoes for the veggie farmers. Yes, you know, yeah. they're just just I don't ever quit. Nah, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> done hanging them. Done pinching them or whatever yes. they even do to them. Sucker them. Whatever they do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But no, no irrigation on sunflowers generally. You know, nope. I had kind of, like there was a couple times like during we had like I guess I would call it a drought a little bit. We didn't have rain for like three to four weeks. We lugged out like sprinklers to try to like wet the ground to try to get them to germinate because they were just like sitting stagnant which is when you have this huge influx and then like everything got wet and then everything germinated which was what we wanted but so sometimes I don't know it's nice to have a backup plan with some sprinklers if you do need to wet the soil or you Mm -hmm. like have to you know, so and we got in our question boxes. You know, this past week we put a question box up. Someone said, "Hey, how do I protect my sunflowers from critters?" Which we get this question a lot, mm-hmm. and the answer is, you you really can't. I mean, are there yeah. some things you can do that might slow them down? Yeah, but honestly, if they're they really like like the tender the tender plant when it's just process or, or when it's just popped up or like the seeds when they like fresh soil. So when you seed, a lot of times. Birds and stuff are attracted to that fresh dirt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for us, we're just planting extras. We're factoring in a waste ratio so that we always have enough. It's it's a battle and it's like you have to figure out how much time and effort is it worth and money. Is it worth to try and battle the critters or just plant some extras? Yeah. That's know. a hard one too because especially when you're limited space. Yes. We have uh, – around most of our farm, we have electric fence, but we don't around some of our sunflower stuff. And it really is, if you're working on limited space, it is hard to mm-hmm. think about little things getting eaten and then having to plant more. Like I, it is sort of a, it's a battle, but we just plant extra just in case that does happen. So yeah. I agree. I, it's a really terrible answer for that. I mean, yeah. there are things like liquid fence you can spray on, mm-hmm. but you don't want to spray them you know, liquid fence kind of you just, they get an odor to it. You don't want to. Yeah. That's an added cost that goes into factoring to it. Uh, I've even seen row cover used to mm-hmm. like plant row cover. So there are things you can do, but there's just not there's not any great like one great solution, unfortunately, yeah. on that. So you got your sunflowers to seed. You seeded them. You get them to germinate. They're up. They're ready to harvest. We kind of mentioned this a little bit before, but generally for us, harvest is when the just when the yellow leaves are starting to unfurl off of the black center. So that's kind of like the stage of harvest that we prefer, especially if you're planning on holding them for the cooler. Yes. 
So I think stage of harvest is, is really important with sunflowers. So that's why that's why they're annoying. That's one of the reasons that we hate them. It's because they're not something that can hang out in the field and give you Sunday off. They need to be cut when they need to be cut. And um, that's why they can be a little bit frustrating. So for us, harvest is super simple. Somebody goes through and strips the foliage off anybody who's ready. That helps identify so that two people aren't grading them. So one person grades and strips, and then the next person just goes through anything that has been stripped. They cut with a sickle or snips, and it goes right into the for me, it's my left arm until I can't hold it anymore, and then we get them in buckets. So mm-hmm. we do use chlorine tabs in our buckets for the sunflowers, and we try to hold about a week max. We really have never had any issues except for that ProCut Horizon up until this point. So yeah, same. Very similar. Yeah, mm-hmm. same with us. Uh, I When I was talking about harvest stage with those, so what I think I'm going to do after you and I talked is I think yeah. I'm just going to use – like if I see yellow on those Horizon, I'm just going to cut them. Yeah. So – before, if you cut them where you see yellow, they really need to be, those petals need to start like lifting up to really give you that's like the perfect, mm-hmm. perfect time. If they're too, too tight, they don't open. Then you're yeah. not going to get good base life out of them. So yeah. yeah, they really are. They're sort of like a peony in that way of annoyance with it. But yes. yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'll report yeah. back. I'll, I'll yeah. harvest them sooner and see let's see what yeah. happens. So. And something is there's, you know, there's something to be said with just looking at like taking a really close look at your flowers. Cause something I noticed with the horizon flower sunflowers is that they were all like a single petal. So there's a single row of petals around the center. And with my Vincent's, there's like two to three petals, like layered almost. So they have more petals. So if like one drops, it doesn't look like it's missing a petal or there's Mm -hmm. like more forgiveness with that, with harvest stage. And I think holding. So it's just like looking at it, testing it, trying to figure it out. That's part of the process, you know, of growing flowers. So that's the fun. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So selling them. Linz, how how are you selling yours now? Most of the time we're using them for florist and mm-hmm. we're using them for farmers market. And they're mostly going in our mixed bouquets. So if we have a you know a bunch of extra, we'll sell straight bunches at the at the farmers market on there. But we're we're same price point that I believe you are, which is retail is two dollars a stem. And so when we're, you know, using our market bouquets are making them for mixed and we're kind of adding up to that $20 value for whether that's for grocery mixed or for us retail, that's kind of the dollar amount we're hanging out mm-hmm. with. And, you know, people do love straight bunches at the farmer's market, but florist, we sell in five stem bunches and we're selling $6.50. We're selling mm-hmm. them $6.50 to the florist for five. And then we're retailing them for $2 a stem. Yep. Ditto. Yeah. Did you using yours in mixed and grocery? I mean, yep. they pretty much go in every bouquet that we yes. have. One hundred percent. Always. I mean, they just, yeah. They they <laughs> give weight to it. They, they yeah. people just want to. They want to see it. You know, yeah. they want to see that that sunny. So yeah. And we do even if you're if grocery is something that you're interested in, they they will definitely take your sunflowers. The sunflowers they get are actually horrifying. So if you can plant enough sunflowers to sell them, get them. Again, thinking about profitability, how many times are you touching? That's where it's going to turn like, okay, I can't transplant these anymore. Like I need to start direct seeding these because when you're getting into grocery, it's like all about time and money. So I think you can make money on grocery sunnies, but you just have to really like hone in that process. And for us, you know, we're selling a grocery store five stem sunny bunch. I think they're retailing them for 
$14.99 and we're selling them to them for nine. So yeah. But I think the pricing and stuff is right on. I think for florists, and I don't know, Lindsay, I know you can attest to this. Generally, my florists are more like event florists, so they are not buying as many sunnies. But I think the more traditional, like day-to-day shops are using yep. them. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what, and that's what I sell to. I don't sell to any event florist. I, well, one. But they mine buy sunflowers because that's they want them for you know everyday arrangements. They mm-hmm. even use them in funeral work. So we do sell and – that's another one I'm always kind of having that conversation of like, where are you guys at with pricing? Sometimes they can get a really good deal, but yeah. when they see our sunflowers come in versus what they get from a wholesaler that's been imported, they buy ours 100% of the time. Like yeah. they, we just got a message this morning, like, hey, can you make sure we did florist deliveries today? Make sure that there's sunflowers on the truck. So, okay. you know, good. that's the, we sell to mostly traditional florists. So mm-hmm. if you're having trouble selling to them, it could be stage of harvest that you're, you know, you might need to tweak that a little bit. So if they're a little more, open, they, the florist is going to know that. And, and I always encourage you, I say this, I have a very open relationship with my florist. So if there's pricing or quality or anything that they, they want to see more of, they want to see less of, they always tell me, I ask because I want that feedback because it makes me a better grower. And it's, it ultimately helps both of us because they're getting better quality product. And then ultimately they're buying from our farm directly versus import. So don't be afraid to, to ask those questions. So And I think that's where variety selection comes in huge with them too. Like they're probably not going to take your teddy bear sunflowers. So you need to have really consistent sunflowers and look and everything. And Mm -hmm. that will be really important, important to them too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Did we cover all the sunny stuff? I think think so. I think, you know, at the, at the end of the day, I can, not that I couldn't have my business without them, but to me, they're a very important backbone to a lot of our bouquet recipes and they're important. People love them. Judd's always says they're the comfort food of flowers. They have an amazing vase life. Local sunflowers are something that are incredibly gorgeous compared to ones that that florists or people are seeing at the grocery store. So you do, they really do have like that edge, that, that competitive advantage is just their beauty alone. You know, so if you're doing it right, you're getting the right varieties, getting them at the right harvest stage, you will have no problem selling them. I truly mm-hmm. believe that. But they're 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 definitely a good add to any any cut flower farm. Yeah, for sure. So if they're the comfort food, does that make dahlias the dessert? Yeah. They're A lot of work. Oh my God. <laughs> High maintenance. They're High maintenance, I know. Gosh. They're coming though. They're coming. They are. Ours are getting there. Judd's going to be doing the the Judd weave. I I know we had talked about this. You know, Judd has like the certain like way that he stakes and we don't net the dahlias. He like does a trellis. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Like it's a Florida weave, but we call it the Judd weave. weave. Yeah. Yeah. He's got his own weird. It's a little different on it. Yeah. (laughs) And so he's going to be recording that for the insiders, but um, we were just talking about the values. I'm like, they're getting tall enough that we got to start getting them staked and netted and stuff. So we're getting there slowly, yeah, but surely. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then speaking of the insiders, I know if you haven't heard, we dropped our enrollment, yes. I guess, period of time. So you can join at any time with the insiders. So we are answering questions like this episode all the time over on Facebook, on our live Zooms that we're doing once a month. So if you haven't jumped over to check out the insiders, you should. It's $20 a month and you have access to everything that we have done since we started the insiders. There's no rush to consume the content. We have it categorized now into 
business and marketing, growing. What else we've got? We've got an inspiration category. Mm-hmm. We have uh, sales and marketing. We have efficiency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of content over there and we're just constantly adding to it every single week. We're dropping new stuff in there. We're answering questions and we're having a good time. So you should yeah. check it out if you are not already a part of it. We'd love to have you over there and uh, and join us. So mm-hmm. Okay. So at the end of the day, you should have sunflowers, right? Is that our consensus? Yes. Mic drop. <laughs> just to, just the yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have them. They they're a staple part of a local local cut flower program, I guess mm-hmm. I would say. So yeah, and they're great. They also are just they have a value add for people with uh, for photography, like for mm-hmm. coming to take photos. Like there's a lot of things that opportunities, and they dry well. They're great yeah. for reads. There's there's lots of things that you know. So if those six sessions all hit at once and you can't sell all those two for 20 on Tuesday, yeah. uh, they do dry. So they have mm-hmm. like an extended use that you can use for them and they're beautiful in all different ways. So yes. Yeah. Thank you guys for the, for the content. Honestly, we got some messages yes. saying like, we'd love to have an episode on this and we haven't done a growing episode in a while. So we wanted to, to get this one kicked out for you. So yeah. we hope you guys love this episode and gained a ton of knowledge and inspiration. And you know, you want to grow thousands of sunflowers on your farm. (laughs) And if you love what you're hearing, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you get a notification every Friday when we drop a new episode for you. So we love hearing from you. So if you have an episode idea like you had this one, share it with us, connect with us over at Instagram, on Instagram at Dirt on Flowers, and let us know what you want to hear. We want to hear from you. So don't forget to check out the insiders over at our website at thedirtonflowers.com. And thank you guys so much for being here. We love that we get to ride along with you and grow your farms. And as always, we'll see you the same time, same place next week. Bye.